social anxiety or can we see each other next week? How many times you saw the message from that friend that has so many parties planned and a full month of events and he or she is inviting you to one of them and you, A, delete the message like you never got it, B, reply after a week that you were sick, or C, just immediately say, sorry, I have to do some stuff that I've already planned months ago. We all know that A, B, and C are all lies, right? You will be on the sofa, watching Netflix, and having a bit of FOMO, or fear of missing out. FOMO will not be stronger than your fear of seeing all the people that you would see if you would go. So, Netflix it is. Hello, my name is Selena and welcome to my podcast Alive and Awake. I'm so happy that you made it. For those listening for the first time, I am a molecular biologist and physiologist with a PhD in biochemistry and a postdoc in structural biology, more specifically cryo-EM. Many, including myself, would call me a scientist, but I am far more than that. I am a wife, a daughter, a sister, a friend, a spirit a child of God, a creation of stardust. I'm basically you, because we are one. And here in the beginning, I would remind you that every podcast is followed by a blog post on aliveandawake.org, where you can also see a new icon, which is YouTube One so that you can listen some things that I'm not telling in my blog or my podcast on YouTube. It's very exciting for me that I have embarked on that journey as well. So your support on subscribing, following me, listening me, downloading is essential and means a lot. So please, please, please do so. So today episode, as you could already hear, is about social anxiety. And the scenario that I have mentioned in the beginning, I have done it. Yeah, I would go to the party with full anxiety on panic attacks one after another and then I would feel miserable that I went in the first place. Also, I would consume alcohol more than I normally would, all because I was nervous and I needed something to relax me so I can talk to people, which is even worse. Basically, when the evening was over, 
and I was back home, my brain was overthinking every word I said. Was this correct? Maybe it was too much? What if now they are offended? What if I said something really, really wrong? What if they say that I am a bitch? Probably they will. I should never have gone in the first place there. So I did both scenarios declining and going. In general, there are several types of anxiety disorders and those are specific phobia, social phobia, separation anxiety, generalized anxiety disorder, GAD, panic disorder, agoraphobia, obsessive compulsive disorder, OCD, and post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. Social anxiety disorder is an intense, constant fear of being observed, judged by others. This fear can and often does affect school, work, basically all daily activities. It can make it hard to make and keep friends. The good news is social anxiety disorder is treatable. Please, if you feel that you are in danger, call 911. Or if you feel that you experience any of the symptoms that will be mentioned during the episode, seek professional help. Social anxiety is also a common type of anxiety disorder. It has been said that it appears more in females than in males, but from my experience and talking to people, gender does not matter. The fear of being judged, being scrutinized, being laughed at is equally distributed It is just shown in different ways among different people depending on the character, not gender. And fear is what drives this battle as any anxiety type. Also here, the amygdala is in charge. Situations are so intense that they are beyond the control of the reason And the person has only two choices, to freeze or to flee. It can come from something in the situation, like in public speaking, but also it can just appear at the cashier in the supermarket. And it can repeat itself over and over and over that the person starts to avoid interactions with other individuals in hope that it will pass in some time. Sometimes that might happen. Most of the time you need to work much harder than just waiting for it to pass. This is one of the disorders where medications are not necessarily needed but probably would be given for the first few months. The main thing is having someone who would be your best friend, your support, who
who will have your back. That person is your medicine. And why is that? Because when all the fear kicks in and you need to leave the situation, which is completely fine, instead of panicking alone and taking a pill, you will have someone to take you home and breathe with you and tell you that all is fine. Social anxiety is solved by actually being social, just in baby steps. So, what are the signs of social anxiety? They can be divided into emotional and physical, like blushing, sweating or trembling, having a rapid heart rate, feeling of mind going blank or feeling sick to the stomach, have a rigid body posture or speak with an overly soft voice, find it difficult to make eye contact, be around people that you don't know or talk to people in social situations even when you do know those people. Feeling self-conscious of being afraid that people will judge you negatively. And also avoiding places where there are other people. Okay, so we know some of the symptoms, but what are the causes and how it can be treated? Even though the possibility for social anxiety to arise is greater in the late childhood, I think that there are no rules. It can come earlier, in kindergarten age or later, in the mid-30s. And it is a trigger with a mixture of biological and environmental factors. So, genetics, anxiety disorders tend to run in the family, yet it is not proven how much genes are involved when we talk about social anxiety. Then biologically, as well, brain structure. A structure in the brain called the amygdala as we plays a role in controlling the fear response. People who have an overactive amygdala may have heightened fear response causing increased anxiety in social situations. Environment. Certain situations that we have been through can become an obstacle and we can develop a significant anxiety. So what are the risk factors? Family history, your temper, Negative experiences like teasing, bullying, rejection, humiliation, change in the social or work environments as well, physical appearance that draws attention. That's a hard one to deal with as well, like facial disfiguration, stuttering or tremors due to Parkinson's disease, 
in some sometimes instead of helping people other people tend to judge and make situation really uncomfortable and then those people have to deal with anxiety as well so on top of all of that there are some complications that can arise of course like low self-esteem trouble being assertive talking to yourself in a very negative way hypersensitivity to criticism poor social skills isolation and difficult social relationships low academic and employment achievement substance abuse such as drinking too much alcohol and very serious thing again please if you have any thoughts or you feel that you're in danger for yourself or for others please immediately stop this podcast and call 911 that's why i'm mentioning at the end suicide or suicide attempts or murder so how we can prevent easier said than done but get help early uh i was mentioning that in previous episodes like it is important to talk about problems no matter how uncomfortable they seem to you or to me it can just help and me coming from a country where talking about mental health is still an issue and who knows how people from my country actually react to this kind of podcast and this kind of honesty but me as a scientist knowing how important it is to talk about problems is more important than what will people say so get help early by asking and talking another one that is easier said than done is <laughs> reduce stress as much as you can keep a journal say a prayer be grateful manage time to have more time for yourself and your family and friends find a hobby that you like that's that's actually very important one like having a hobby that you will have something to talk about uh, when you meet other people and then you can cut that like silent you among others read a book instead of watching tv all the time go for a walk and observe the nature find something interesting that you can mention at the next event avoid unhealthy substance use because the substances that you use that are not healthy will increase your feelings of negative self talk 
and make you more hypersensitive. So what are the treatments? First of all, psychotherapy or talking therapy, which helps people understand their experiences and develop active coping methods. There are many types of psychotherapy, including cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT, interpersonal therapy, psychodynamic therapy, family therapy. Medications, as I mentioned, um, are probably the first thing that basically anyone gets when um, there is a more serious issue going on regarding mental health, like antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications, beta blockers. Nowadays, doctors are also using ketamine and TSM or transcranial magnetic stimulation to treat depression and anxiety disorders. So those are new methods that are still, let's say, are developing in the Western countries and might one day soon come to more, more towards East. But I would mention something that is actually important and applicable and available for all of us, I guess, in one way or another, and that is nutrition. Intake of food which is rich with magnesium and or taking magnesium supplements is very important. Another supplement that seems to be important in children with ADHD was effective on conduct problems, social problems and anxiety, shy D. Low serum magnesium levels increase NMDA receptor activity, thus enhancing calcium and sodium influx and neuronal excitability. And for this reason, a deficiency of magnesium ions has been hypothesized in many neurological disorders such as migraine, chronic pain, epilepsy, Alzheimer, Parkinson, stroke. So I'm, I'm like telling from the least um, worrisome till the most worrisome, but also in anxiety and depression. What is the food rich in magnesium when we talk about food? So pumpkin seeds, for example, chia seeds, almonds, spinach, cashews, peanuts, soy milk, um, oats, bread, but whole wheat bread, avocado, brown rice, milk. And it seems that every year we are getting more solutions, but the problem gets more severe as well. It's like 
It is heartbreaking seeing a child having a hard time because he or she thinks no one understands or no one cares or everyone judges. The world at the moment doesn't matter how much solutions we have. It looks cruel and evil to some people and children and it should not. At least not while you're a kid. So I would really say to the parents, talk to your kid and make yourself a best friend to your kid. That can really reduce many mental health issues. Today's quote is by Thomas Jefferson. I like the dreams of the future better than the history of the past. Me too. <laughs> and I like them anxiety-free. And I wish you a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Fearless and hopeful <laughs> until the next time. Lots of love from Selena. And just another reminder that each podcast is followed by a blog post on aliveandawake.org. However, now you can see another icon on the blog page and that is YouTube icon. <laughs> I am posting shorts and videos on the topics that I'm talking about but also on some other topics and please subscribe and help the channel grow. That would mean of course enormously a lot to me. Uh, leave the comments what would you like to hear also, you can write to me directly via email. We could um, really expand a lot of topics together in this podcast. So, subscribe, follow, download, help this community grow and become stronger. We need each other and we need this community. Thank you.